here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. It's Bad Bitch O'Clock. I'm Nick Wade. That's, that's what time it is? <laughs> uh, uh, we barely survived our Oktoberfesting this past weekend, but uh, you'll hear about all that in a minute. And we are back at it again. Uh, Prostin. Zam. Drinking uh, two different uh Oktoberfest slash Marzins on this episode because I mentioned on the last episode we cannot make it through all of these in the like four more episodes we're gonna do before we have to break them all down. Back at it again with Oktoberfest. The actual party Oktoberfest is happening now. I believe it's um the twenty seventh through the October third, okay. I believe. So it's in full swing. It's much like us in yeah. full full fucking swing. <laughs> um so we got um uh, Marzen from On Tour Brewing, Chicago Brewing District, hello, and Old Irving Brewing. Right, and this is their, uh, they label this as their German-style Marzen lager, so same, same, and we put these up together because they are both a brewing district. That's what they say, man. You know, we went down a rabbit hole with this Finch is leaving, who's moving in thing, Right. you know. Because Finch bought the place from Like Minds. <laughs> so Finch is out. And this is the space across from Goose in Chicago Brewing District right next to Gray Central. Mm-hmm. The rabbit hole began with, I want to say, or who we thought would be in there. I think, you know, we said you know, Pipeworks or Five Rabbit or, you know, whoever. Beguile, or, you know, yeah, the usual we, suspects. And then we were told that um, Oak Park Microbrew, that Salamos was going in. The rumor kicked into high gear to Salamos. Salamos did not deny it. Didn't deny it. Yeah. And it sounded... Plausible, knowing them and after what they've said with our interview where they're like, we want all these different kind of places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a, a brew dog model, if you will. Yeah. Or a McKellar world domination model. You yeah, know? but yeah. super, super logo. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of left it there, but then we heard Salamos, it was not Salamos, and then that opened it back up. Right. And then during the 312 block party, which we'll get into shortly, uh, we asked around, yeah. and we heard that it's Old Irving. <laughs> surprise, surprise. This kind of fits because I do know that uh, Della and uh, Beezer are brewed at Gray Central. Okay. Right. So that part made sense. Other than that, this was a dark horse. This would not have been one of my guesses. No, so. but they must be making a ton of beer. Yeah. Um, winning those couple awards definitely helps you get your beer into other markets and uh, big chain, big box stores mm. that you can't get into if you're not like if people aren't asking for your beer. Yeah. Um, so this is great for Old Irving, and we know people have had issues with Great Central 
brewing schedules, uh, just stuff like that. And so I think pulling it all out, doing themselves, that's going to be awesome. I'm curious to know what this all means. We know it's not a public-facing venue just yet. Um, and what does it mean for Old Irving? You know, are they going to just do a smaller version of Great, Great Central's model? Who knows? Right. You know, or or this is just going to be the Della and uh, Beezer factory here? Or are they going to get the whatever permits, documents, and make it a place you can go to? That makes the most sense. Because that place is huge. Do you remember um, mini golf in there? The yeah. The Island mini golf? It's a big space. They used to do 312. That was one of the garages they did the concerts in was mm-hmm. that space. I think you're instantly in the top percentage of like square footage breweries. I would say in the, you're in the top quadrant of Chicago-based breweries for as far as space goes. If you took that over? If you took over that space. That's a big space. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're drinking both these, both according to sources. Uh, now both district uh, brew yards – or brewing district, not district brewery, uh, brewing district. <laughs> that's right. They're neighbors. They're, they they could very well be neighbors before the year's end. Right. So so that's awesome. And I start with the Old Irving. It's fantastic. Um, we believe we had the Oktoberfest at the 312 Block Party. I think it was from, one of the first ones from, we got. From on tour. Yeah. I think it was the first beer we got. We got that one and we got the... Uh, the Goose. Whatever the Goose was called. I don't know what that's called. It's just Oktoberfest. <laughs> uh, nice. So... I got I got to finish up my little pour of Old Irving so I can compare it to this Oktoberfest because you know kind of got to see how they I don't know back to back you just poured this one yeah I, you know the first sip of the Oktoberfest um, from uh, on tour it was fine it had some different flavors than I was expecting I got you know a little more of that kind of root beer candy note right which you know I wasn't really expecting but that was there oh, yeah um, it didn't taste the way it did on draft that day. I thought the Goose one I liked a little bit better just because it was a little more neutral and kind of led with the noble hops. And this one just kind of, it was dark and a little, we always say sweet, just richer with more caramel flavor. And not always like that classic biscuit nuttiness, just kind of some other flavors. Okay. Like these layers of sweetness, so. All right. And then how does does Old Irving compare? I haven't hit this one yet. Okay. So. All right. We'll come back. We'll come back to some notes. So we got to talk about our adventure to the 312 block party. We had planned to just meet up, bike down there. That was the plan. Let's um, let's ride from the northwest side down to Goose. And then I saw <laughs> that Metropolitan was having their Oktoberfest that day. So why not stop in there and get a... Get a picture. I mean, it's not that far. Now, I was indifferent when, when Brad said, let's stop at Metro for a pint. I'm like, well, that's fine. You know, it's Metro. Nothing wrong with that. I didn't know it was Oktoberfest. I didn't realize that. Uh-huh. So, And this was a full-on party, which we did not realize how big it was until um, halfway through our beers. And the smartest thing we did that led us down this rabbit hole was getting leaders. <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, we got to get the pick. And then second of all, you know, I had been in the car for a lot for some reason that day. And I'm just like, well, let's call it. They kept, we kept thinking half or full. And we're like, you know what? It's uh, the, the adventure will start with a full air. Yeah. If I was, if I was <laughs> doing, I, doing a do over, I would have just been like, let's just do half liters. They'll look the same for the picture. No, nah, man. It's cool. No, nah. no, nah, man. I would do, I would do, I would do the full liter again. So we both got uh, leaders of their Oktoberfest, which was a good 
baseline for the day yeah and kind of set the stage for what was to come but over at metro they had the whole back area of their uh, brewery set up there was uh, stein holding there was other beers being poured what's this game with the you were showing me with oh, the there wood was, and, uh, uh, and the hammers jaeger no um hammer slogger yeah there was that going on pretzels Pretzels were fantastic, man. Cheers to uh, I, I looked at my phone and Demon's Tap was the was the um, receipt on the phone, and I can remember being at Dovetail and Dovetail had a, a pretzel that looked just like this. It's kind of round, kind of fatter one, and it was not hot. Yeah, and it was not as good. This fresh, warm, hot pretzel with your with your big salt, with three different uh, accoutrement options. Yeah. Right? It's fantastic. You got a horseradish cheese. You got a beer cheese and a Dusseldorf mustard. Mm. You know, win, big win. Pretty good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then you know, as we're what halfway through this pint or this liter, not a pint, halfway through this liter, we have the idea that, well, why would we just go right to Goose? <laughs> That would be ridiculous. There's other places to go to. Now, I'm thinking, you know, uh, uh, Maple Room is walking distance from Metro. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. We go to Maple Room, have a pint, then it's over. Yeah. Then we go to Goose. But then Ravinia was right there, too. I mean, it's right there. That's the problem with this with this decision. So we had to we had to pick one. This was, uh, we were making, we were working our way there, because if we, you know, just go in the walking distance, we'll never make it. Yeah. So we decided on Ravinia because... We knew Maplewood has a Oktoberfest, but we didn't know how busy it was going to be. We didn't know if we could get a seat. What was that? And we made the right choice with Ravinia because they had boots. Yeah, they had boots. Um, cute little boots for the picture. Maybe half liter. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Maplewood had, they definitely had a fest whiskey. But then I don't even know, like to your point, did they even have a fest beer porn? I believe maybe, they do. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we ended up at Maple. We ended up at Ravinia. Yeah. Good call. And then, you know, we went from a liter to a half liter. Also a good call. Yeah. And then, you know, it gave us a chance to reflect on what we just experienced at, at Metro. You know, you know, at the at this killer bar at Ravinia. I forget the story, but they I think they imported it from Wisconsin imported from Wisconsin. They, <laughs> they imported it from Wisconsin. It takes up most of the dining areas. It's one of the coolest bars around. Yeah. And we're sitting there and we're like, man. This Ravinia beer is not bad at all. Yeah, it was pretty good, <laughs> especially coming off of the uh, Metropolitan. You know, our our standard. I'm not gonna say it's the best one, but it's the one that it's the most reliable, and it's the one you have to judge everyone else by. Yeah, and you know, quickly, I think um, the Metro one is built. We were saying this that day. It's built for the leader poor. That's when true. we get halfway through the leader or three fourths the way through the leader, it's still an enjoyable experience. Right. You know? It's not. It doesn't. Although it's starting to warm up, it's not like it doesn't feel heavy. You're not like uh, hating yourself for now getting this leader, and it's just not working out. It's fulfill. It's not filling. So you're like, all right, just keep going. I think that's the best thing you can say about it. Not what it is, but what it's not. Yeah. So you go to a place like Ravinia, and it hits all the style points you would expect. But it's a little denser, yeah. right? The more we, the more you get through that that boot, it gets a little yeah. sweeter. You get down to the toe, you know. Yeah. Now it's like it's rich in a way that you know, it's not off putting, but it's just not what you want. 
after having the the full leader of the other one, right? Mm-hmm. You notice the difference. That's all. You just notice the difference. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was a nice little stop at Ravinia. They had their Oktoberfest a few weeks ago. We sent a few messages uh, to those guys on Twitter while we were there. Got our boot picture and decided one more stop before Goose. I had some I had some questions about this, but then Brad talked me into it quickly. So we hop on uh, Diversity Ave and head west for a couple blocks. Yeah. And then south. And we get to Pilot Project. Yes. This was, it felt like the most logical step from Ravinia trying to get to Goose Island. Um, you would have had possibly the uh, Rev Brew Pub on Kedzie, or not Kedzie, oh, Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. Peace, we weren't sure if Peace had an Oktoberfest, um, and that would have been really it for Ben Root, but then at that point, we're basically at Goose. Yeah, and this was also an adventure because they had two different Oktoberfest styles on. Right, they had a Fest beer and a Marza. Yeah, one was from, I want to say Brewer's Kitchen. Yeah, which and is yeah. Pilot Project. Yeah, and the other one was, uh, shit, the guys. The, um, uh, Funky Town. Yeah, Funky Town. Uh these did not hit. You know, we my, like left. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't finish these beers. Um, I think let's start with the the fest beer, right? The pilot project one, right? And we we've been drinking Oktoberfest for like a month now, right? Right, and, and all, we just had two really, really good, good ones. One. <laughs> one like from Metro that you have to. Yeah. If it's not that good, I don't. Why would I? Why did I leave? I should have just stayed at Metro. The fest beer was kind of like I don't know. I'm telling you, it felt like it felt like cherry. It felt more like a, it felt like a cherry kind of uh, pale almost. Yeah, right? it was kind of strange that this was like why does it why does it taste like this if this is a fest beer, and then um, I think the same for uh, Funky Town. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Funky Town stuff, but this one as a Marzen on its own, I'm like, well, it doesn't really taste like what we've known to be a Marzen. Yeah, it felt you know? a little heavy. Oh no, I didn't try that one. Did we get? No, we, no, we got eight. We got a. They came in these beautiful fourteen point five ounce Teku glasses. Yeah. Um, and then we went and got water cups, and then we both or, had. Oh, we had a little. We bit. both had half. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did we take a picture at Pilot Project? We did. We were yeah. sitting. We were on the wall. Oh yeah. And then we moved to the front because the, the main bar was a much better photo. Oh, yeah. I don't. Did I post that picture? Yeah. There's both of oh. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. See, at that point, the leader and the boot. <laughs> Mind went. you, this is Brad's call. He's like, "Yo, this is." <laughs> <laughs> Let's make like four stops, and I'm just like, well, it is Saturday, and um, you know, it's fucking perfect. That's like 67. So it was kind of, uh, it was good that those weren't good. They were that was good for us because we left, we left half the pours. They didn't come in like a Stein or a boot. They were in just the Pilot Project glasses, which they're nice. Yeah, I mean, whether it's um, you know. The Ravinia one was good. Whether it's Metro or, or Art History or, you know, Dovetail or, or even, like, Paul Anner or whoever. Like, you have these, you have this style over and over and over again. And then these aren't really, like, they're not in step with the flavors. I don't, I'm not saying it's got to be, like, my preference. It's just not in step with the flavors, whether you're looking at, you know, the, uh, if you're looking at the guide that tells you what yeah. the styles are. You're looking at the style guide or you're just comparing it to what you had. We're like, man, why do these taste so much different from what we've been drinking? This does not make sense. It's just weren't, they weren't right. Yeah. And so, we, yeah, we hit up the bathroom. We left half the pour there. And then we got on the bikes, which then somehow we got the goose. Straight down Milwaukee this, Avenue, man. This was. Milwaukee to Damon. 
no one should be drinking this amount and biking. It is not safe. You should be, someone else should be taking you to your destinations. Um, we, were, we were not playing it safe. I didn't really know you could get ripped off Oktoberfest like that. You know, because it's like, what, 5 6%, yeah. right? But the, the ride from Pilot Project to Goose is a, uh, a blur, I guess. Lucky for us, uh, both Milwaukee and Damon have some bike pretty lanes. secure bike lanes. Yeah, that's true. So it was it was it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. So we get the we get the goose, pretty empty, right? Like the bike racks were not full. It was open. It was a lot of open space. We came in from the um, we came in from the west, um, and it was pre- it was wide open. It was yeah. wide open. I would say like you know four or five o'clock ish, right? It was wide open. I think by the time we left, it got a lot more heavy. Yeah. Yeah, but when we got there, there was plenty of room to move. So not completely empty, but like in comparison to like uh, past three one two days, where you might not even get in there's so many fucking people. Right. right, it wasn't that. But you know, we passed as long as a day on the way down there. There were like maybe I would say maybe like five hundred plus people at fucking Metro that day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was other stuff going on in the town. The town was very active. Sketchbook that day. had their yeah. uh, Oktoberfest going on too. So it was just a very busy weekend. So we get to Goose. Uh, we see uh, Ken Hunnameter. Yeah, man. Cheers to Honey Money. Give him a big hug when we got there. And we went and got some tokens. First thing we got was this uh, on tour Oktoberfest and Goose Island's Oktoberfest. We were, we were in the zone. Yeah. We were focused. Let's get to the bottom of this Oktoberfest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Goose's was pretty good. Like it's I actually um, liked it a little bit more than the Entour. And I would almost want to see what maybe the Rev and Goose one side by side are kind of because you know they're produced on a much larger scale. Yeah. And see how those are kind of playing together. Yeah. So you know we got our Oktoberfest fill at the block party, and now as far as I'm concerned, uh, let's go find some goddamn BCS. Yeah. And let's find some sours, and let's get after it. Let's see who's playing. I, you know, I'm old. I know. Did you know any of these? I knew none of these fucking bands. I didn't know there was bands. Deer Tick, uh, Nation of Language, uh, fucking, I'm like, I got nothing. Yeah, but yeah. Buddy Wayne and Michael, they were there. They know these bands. They, yeah, they yeah. Go. They were very familiar. So. Um, so Goose Island Block Party is two blocks, right? Mm-hmm. The block with the brewery, and then the next block with the, uh, the other two breweries. Right, and then that other block has... The bathrooms, the food, and they had this weird beer, bear hug, beer hug kind of, I don't know, DJ, backyard sort of like, I don't, they're leaning hard into this brand and I don't know what this brand is the old the old dock party <laughs> the goose island dock is where the old the harvest ale dock party used to be and that big trailer was branded with bear hug stuff it was a big bear hug logo all over the trailer yeah as soon as we walked in and then like to brass point there's a huge installation of like just a bear hug focused section of the party it's like the bear hug lounge area right yeah and then the only thing i could say about these be- like they are they are good solid ipas but they're almost set up in like a, a small, medium, large. Like, how drunk do you want to get? Do you want little, all right, or do you want to go big? Like, that's what it feels like. Like, you have yeah. three options at what, five? Then there's like a six and a half, and then there's the nine. Yeah, you're talking almost ten percent in a in a big boy can too, like a tall boy can, right? I think they were only twelve ounce cans. Okay. 
but those were five bucks too. They were doing tall. I got a what in our little reel? I got a tall lemonade shanty for five dollars. But then the uh, it was a twelve ounce yeah. nine beer hug. Big big beers. Um, the bear is everywhere. We got a picture with the bear. Yeah, the bears on billboards. The bears everywhere. Yeah, our best picture of the night might have been at Metro with the in the the face cutout. Oh, I forgot about the face cutout. Yeah, Metro had a DJ in their uh, in their brew house, and they had these face cutouts of like a German couple. It was kind of weird. It's kind of cool. Oh, and Metro had the Doppelbach. They had all the different variants. Yeah. There was a Malort one, Oak Aged one. Uh, there was a pumpkin spice. I think there was a pumpkin spice uh, Oktoberfest. So they took like Crankshaft and uh, whatever the Doppelbach is, and they, that was their variants. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Man, good for them. I'm happy for Metro because that place was fucking packed. I, never, yeah. I didn't even know it was that big. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, Goose, man. Um, so then we got after the Bourbon Counties. Yeah. So uh, all the the warehouses are where all the drafts are for all the all the things that Goose is pouring. Except for BCS, you got to go into the uh, brewery for that. You got to go into the tap room for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I mentioned, Nick, on the last episode that they – They've streamlined this. There's no line. There's no waiting. You walk in, you pick up your beer, and uh, drop your token off, and that's how it worked. Yeah, man. It flowed pretty easy. Um, I think the ones we saw were a Maple Bissell, whatever that is. Uh, probably Maple Barrel Finished, BCS. The 2021 Remix, mm-hmm. uh, something called a uh, BCS Double Rye. I'm still not sure what the fuck that is. Um, those are the only ones I remember. It was weak. Like, I feel like... Oh, Vanilla. Vanilla 2018. Yeah. But I feel like we asked about a few of them. Like, where's Mint? Where's uh, uh, Fernet? It'd been nice like, to try Mint or Regal Ride. That, that would have been like, nice. And they were like, oh, there was one last... One of those was last night. We don't have that. And so sort of like... These are fine, but they weren't like... Uh, a crazy one that you're like, oh my God, I got to try peanut butter and jelly Bourbon County. That's fair. I mean, you could have had some that were almost either draft only or even just exclusive to that party, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I did the 2021 remix is the uh, well 2021 prop remix. So it's if I got this right, it was the 2014 prop that they released again in 2021, okay. right? And that, so that was the coconut water one, right? So they made it again, but this year they made it with, uh, or last year, last year they made it with, it was a rye stout instead of your regular BCS, and they added more coconut. So this this remix just amplified the coconut, I believe. Okay. Right? So I think that was the best one of the ones I had. Yeah, the remix, yeah. It was the most memorable. That's the know. one I kind of remember having. I think we got, we had some vanilla there at the end, which was whatever at that at that point it was just kind of like well we because all we had we shared a pretzel right yeah a, a fantastic pretzel but that's all we had yeah so <laughs> so by the time vanilla 2018 rolls around we're just like yeah that's good then um, i think i got a that's when i got the lemonade shanty and i was like yeah this is what i need right now yeah i did enjoy vanilla um oh but then you know well we were looking for the sours i was like yo i'm here for i'm here for you know lolita somebody yeah. Um, the closest I got was something called um, "It's Queer." I'll take that one. It was basically a white ale with peaches, some kind of something with queer in the title. Right. Um, and the conversation came up. We saw our guy Mike Jacobs, you know, uh, pub master at Goose Island. Oh yeah, I remember when he came and he like hugged me, and I just hugged him back, 
but that took me a minute to remember who he was. Like, I was like, like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Friend of the pod, guest, former yeah, guest of the yeah. show, alumni, <laughs> if you will. Um, uh, so, you know, a long time ago we heard, well, this was just like a random response on like a, on like a Twitter rant, and someone responded that the sisters are dead. You'll never see them again. And I never paid attention because it sounded ridiculous, right? So, you know, we're sitting here with Goose, and we're asking this question, like, hey, this was random, but how true is that? And they kind of confirmed it, like, yo, there's no plans to make it. You know, if they made it, it would be undercutting their retail partners. And, you know, there's enough, the inventory out there is enough to the point where they don't feel the need to make it. And it's a very expensive beer to make, so. There's just enough sitting on the shelves and in kegs? Or and... at the distrib- or at the distributor. Oh, that's right? weird. Yeah, which I don't really just see these beers out there. No. Um, so that was, when you look at what Goose's focus is, you know, they're fucking making all this beer hug shit and then decide they can't make. They got commercials for this fucking IPA and they can't make the sisters. So I kind of made a comment, you know, and by that time, you know, we're, we're, we're feeling good. I'm just like from a from a nerd perspective, right? Even on like like Beer Advocate, for example, you look at uh, the Goose Island, the highest rated beers in Goose Island are always BCS and the sisters. Yeah. And everything else is just like completely of their special release stuff, not, not yeah. Sophie Matilda. But those are the two, those are the two beers that nerds get excited about. But if the price, if it's so expensive and so time-consuming to make, they're like, whatever. Okay, it's rated highly. That doesn't matter. We can sell three times as much tropical beer hug versus, like, Juliet. We can have it, you know, we can run specials on it. We can have it at bars. We can have it at yeah. par- at, ba- at ball games. I, I get it. Right. I get the sisters it. never, they tried for a while to fit in at, like, restaurants and stuff. Yeah. I don't think people care anymore. Yeah. There's too so. many other options. So So it's interesting to, to see how tastes change. Yeah. It's like I know what I drink, I know what Brad drinks, but I don't we don't I guess no one cares about some of the things that like I don't know. Used to be pretty cool. Yeah. And then we found out they had the the Blackhawks beer there and I thought they just peeled off the Sox label and slap the Blackhawks on. If if that is on the store, I'd be like, well, that's the golden ale. Cool. I will get that. Right. They brewed another beer. Where's all the golden ale? That should have been the question. Yeah. This apparently is a whole other beer. It's not a pale. It's an IPA. It's a, yeah, it's like a small IPA. I think it's like 5.4%. I think the golden ale was 5. This is 5.4. The golden ale was a golden. Hawks pale. Blackhawks pale. Yeah. And I think um at the launch for the golden, they said they put a little... uh. I think a little flaked oak, a little flaked oat in the in the socks one. Mm. But then this is just a straight up pale. So he's like, no, that's a whole different beer. That was a shocker. So now I guess I gotta try this because I was like, I like the golden ale. I guess I'll get that. But I did, had no need to try the Blackhawks beer. Yeah, and we'll probably see it everywhere. It's a very nice can. Yeah, it's the logo in neon, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I randomly. Asked like, oh, we need some, we need some Midway IPA. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. And then apparently draft only uh, Clybourne right there, bud. Right, I but this that. beer is, uh, inter- it's an international IPA. It's only brewed at international Goose Islands. That's funny. Oh, Midway IPA. Midway IPA. That's where you can now find that, um, which is kind of funny. Interesting. Kind of like you can only get certain shoes. In Japan, Nike Nike don't sell certain shoes in America. Right. You, know, you got to do what you got to do when you're a big company. Man, I feel like we have a lot of facts on this episode with old Irving, 
We got Goose Island confirming things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirming that the, the t- this temporary death of the sisters. Yeah. Uh, new neighbor in the brewing district. Um, it was Mid- a good hang. Midway IPA. I feel like we've already said this before, but the Midway IPA thing. Yeah, I want to say that was a Will Turner special back in the day. Oh, it was? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, I, they made me want to try. We were talking about our guy uh, down at Weiner. Oh, who, yeah. Yeah, who used to be, um, he used to work at Goose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, you know, the truest essence of beers like Halia and Sophie, if you want to experience that, the, what the true expression of those is, you go down to Weiner. Okay. Yeah, and try those. There you go. That was that was an adventure and a half. That was a Saturday uh, to be remembered that you won't remember, right? <laughs> That's what that felt like. Good thing we have um, a lot of photos. On the way back, Brad almost got hit by a car. I almost got hit by a car. I think I, well, I hit you. I <laughs> ran into you at some point, too. It was, um, yeah, we survived it, though. Now we know. And it started raining. That was like the worst part we about caught, the ride. We got back. caught in the rain on the way back. I feel like we've been. It would have been better smooth sailing back uh, down Elliston without the rain. We should have tuned in to Tom Skilling, man. The rain just added a when you're like feeling good from drinking, and then you add the rain. And I was like, ah, it's just not fun. You just you're, you're like, why did I do this, man? <laughs> I think that people we were uh, hanging out with. They might have went to District Brew Yards after. I mean, that'd be a good after party. And we we both opted out. We're like, we have to we have to leave, and that was probably the best decision of the night. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So now that we had both this uh, on tour and Old Irving, I have to say the Old Irving's a little better. I'd agree. There's some, oh. I'm drinking. I have a little bit of the. On to our left, but I kind of want to open another can of this uh, old Irving. Yeah. The October uh, Oktoberfest from On to her feels a little heavier. Or something isn't isn't making me feel happy. Yeah, it is about that. Um, the the logo on this OIB Oktoberfest is really nice, man. It's got the. Uh, the underwater marine hat on the crest. It's a crest. It's got the lion and the goat, but then there's hops, there's arrows. It's just a very old Irving interpretation of the steampunk kind of... It's really cool. Mm-hmm. The crest. It's like a, a beer. It's an old Irving version of a crest. That's very cool. Yeah. I think the old Irving is coming off a little sweeter, too. Maybe that's kind of what I'm appreciating right now. You know, and then after, I have, after having the Metro one, I'm like, well, are these supposed to be this sweet? Yeah, right. Not. Are they? Because Metro's isn't very sweet. No, it's like clean. It's like refreshing. It's and so then you're like, you almost have to keep going back to that one to like, I don't know, like re reground yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, like these beers, these other ones we're having are good. After a while, the sweetness becomes reminiscent of. I think we said this the last episode. It, it becomes reminiscent of like a cereal sweetness. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like, well, that's fine, but is that what it's supposed to taste like? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We're, we're going to save these, but these don't rank as high as maybe the Salamoth or the sketchbook one is still up there. 
Uh, I think of the ones we had on the shows, uh, the song was probably my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or the um, or the how the hope ball one. Hope ball one was good too. Yeah. Um, I got Pipeworks for next week. Okay. So that one should be good. Or we don't know if it's gonna be, but that'll be good. I haven't had a Pipeworks beer in a long time. That's true. So. All right. Anything else we need to mention, or that was just a long rant of our oh, yeah. Saturday love, love adventure? Getting, getting drunk and riding, enjoying the start of the fall. Um, and shout out to New Glarus, man. I listened to a New Glarus podcast, and um, it caught my attention because um, Dan Carey, you know Dan and Deb, the husband wife duo up there. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a our episode about white beers, about wheat beers. And since they've been around, they've made twelve different <laughs> wheat beers. What? Since the beginning, yeah. And um, they talked about their love for wheat beers and how I think uh, Dancing Man and, and Bubbler yeah. are the two. Bubbler? Yeah, right. Bubbler's a new one, a newer one. Oh. Yeah. Like uh, but, brand new? Yeah, like new to this year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, what caught my attention about it, though, was that, uh, well, Dancing Man started as Solstice. But Solstice, a brewery down in the same state, used the name Solstice. And instead of suing them and hanging out in court, they just changed the name of their beer to Dancing Man. And then that goes into a conversation about how Deb is the one who actually draws all these labels by hand. <laughs> and I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So And so she drew the Dancing Man label. And the Dancing Man label is the label for the podcast. Uh, so that caught my attention. He was he used to um, be a supervisor at an AB facility. Oh. So he was a supervisor. And he left there and he started doing um, contract brewing, contracting to build uh, breweries. So he helped build like 40, 50 breweries. Oh, but he said when he started New Glarus, he was making a fraction of what he made at AB. Like, he was making like... Like ten. the bare beer or the price? Or his pay? His his salary. Oh, okay. His salary would maybe would have been like 10% of what he was making at AB. Okay. A like, huge difference. Yeah. Um, so that, that caught my attention. Oh, but then the wheat beers. So he's talking about these wheat beers and how his, uh, the true Bavarian style is to have it be double concocted, right? So they bring it to a boil twice, you know, compared to like American wheat ales, you know. It's, a, it's more like a tea kind of thing. Bring it to a boil, you put your grains in, get it out kind of thing. Mm. Right? That, that's, his, that's his perception. But okay. he's like, um, so we make ours that way. And then also we have open fermenters. And we have them because uh, Weist yeast performs better when it's not pressurized by a tank. So when it's, you know, when you've got an open tank, yeah. you know, it, it brings out fruitier esters if the tank's open because all those harsh aromas and flavors float to the top and you can kind of cleanse those off okay i really i guess i'd never paid attention to any of this when i think about wheat beers no so, not really yeah huh. so cheers to them because that was like a that was super fun listen when's there when's like the wheat beer season is wheat beers more like a springtime yeah that's a fair question it sounds like they're they wanted to have this brewery be uh, just a, a wife's beer brewery. They just want to make, and the wife's like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. But it sounds like they have different beers for different occasions. So the Bubbler's a summer one. Bubbler's a summer. And okay. then they've got one of the Thumbprint series is going to be like closer to 9%, and that comes in uh, four pack. Okay. Uh, so Bubbler's already gone for the yeah. season. Bubbler's was a small, refreshing, seasonal wheat. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Dancing Man is every other year, they said. Oh. Yeah. So. That was cool. We all know New Glarus. So for him getting on the mic for a half hour and having this dude asking a bunch of questions, I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. So cheers to them. Damn, have to. Makes me want to make a run up to, you know, the border. Fucking, uh, apparently, uh, uh, 
Spotted Cow has 5% weed in it. Really? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Spotted Cow is one of those beers like, I feel like no one, everyone likes to say they like, but no one really likes. Right? It, it, yeah, like it's fine. It's fine. It's not the nectar of the of the of the state. You're like mildly excited when you see it, but yeah. then if you see any of the other new Glarus ones, you're like, no, I'll take that one. Oh, it's like that. any of the fruit stuff or the, or the wild stuff. Anything. If you see like the, the, or the, Moon Man. the brown or if you see Moon Man, well, yeah. <laughs> if you see like uh, what's the squirrel? Uh, oh fat yeah, squirrel. fast squirrel. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, uh, I'll take that two over. Women. Yeah, two. I'll take almost any of them over. Spotted cow. That's a fact. If spotted cow was here year round, we wouldn't be that. We're excited about it because we can't get it. Yeah. 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 I agree. All right. We're going to get out of here. We're probably going to take it a little easier this weekend. I don't think we can. That's like a every other year go that hard kind of adventure. Um, I think uh, we, the Big North was the last time yeah. we got after like that. Yeah. And remember to eat then. Oh, remember to eat. Oh. That's the key to drinking. Remember to eat. <laughs> so, Nick, where can people find you? Get in touch when we're not here. Hey, man. I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter at BRAD, Chicago Beer Pass, Chicago Beer Pass, Twitter, Instagram. We are blowing up Instagram on Saturday. So, hopefully, you enjoyed the Steins, the Boots, the Pilot Project, the me dancing in the street, our, our picture with the beer, with the bear. I'm just glad we made it home, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back with uh, another episode soon. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.